you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks. And Zach Bechtold. This week on the Beardcast, we're concluding our um, little conversation that we've had um, about the book of James for the last few weeks. And so we're on James chapter five. And so, Zach, as you've read through uh, James chapter five, what are some things that spoke to you or um, came out um, towards you as you were um, going through this uh, before we got on? Well, you know, uh, James, James is kind of wrapping in a sense, wrapping it up here. And, uh, you know, he goes from chapter four into chapter five, talking about the proud and the wealthy. And it has this little bit of a warning for um, folks that are wealthy. And it's not so much money that's the problem. It's how, how they're treating people. Um, and that they've lost, um, lost that sense of compassion and empathy um, and traded it for riches. And, and James's warning here is your riches have, have brought it. Um, you know, moms are going to destroy your clothes. These things don't matter. It's, it's people that matter. Um, you know, making sure that, that those of you have money and have people that work for you, making sure that you're taking care of them in, in a way that, um, you know, is glorifying to God. Um, and, and so James sounds really, really harsh in these moments. Um, but we have to know that he's addressing this issue of, um, I don't know. I don't know what the right the right thing is there, but there's there's definitely this this wage gap and this issue there, um, and and he's seeing it and he's addressing it, um, which which is really relevant to us today because we see that as well. Um, you know, how do we how do we take care of people that, you know, if we're business owners or you know even our our um, you know waiters and waitresses are are we are we being fair, um, you know, or are we tithing? Um, you know, are we giving up our, our time and resources in a, in a way that's glorifying to God? And I think that's James's warning here is, is you know, remember that when you have stuff uh, to, to respond accordingly. Well, and I also felt that his uh, kind of as he's bringing it to a close, you know, we look in verse nine, don't complain about each other, brothers and sisters, so that you won't mm-hmm. be judged. Look, mm-hmm. the judge is standing at the door. Right. Um, I've noticed um, in my walk of faith and realized, you know, and I've said this over and over again, that I didn't grow up um, in the life of the church. And, and one of the things I've noticed as I've continued to mature and grow, and um, man, Christians are so judgmental. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the ones that say they're all loving, um, if it's someone that goes against their, um, their little ethic, then man, mm-hmm. and man, and, and, and I admit, I do it, and, and we all do. Um, I feel sorry for those Rockies fans. You know, I'm not judging their inability to get out of um, opportunities to get in a, into a 6-4-3 double play several times last year. All the time. Um, but, you know, like, that's the thing that I think we have to really work on. And I think that, that mm-hmm. if you ask me what can Christians do to better themselves in the world today, I think we work on that judging part. And if we can mm-hmm. be really loving – and affirming and caring for all people, I think we'll be all right. The mm-hmm. problem is, is when we start entering into that judging thing, they don't wear their right shoes. And, and it goes back to, that ties back into the money thing, mm-hmm. that, that how you handle your money, you know, your heart is where your money is, and, or money is where your heart is, however you want to look at that. Right. Um, but I think that 
what we have to be careful of is is really how are we treating other people and and right. the overarching kind of thing with James is, is that's what it's really about how are you treating other people in the name of Jesus right and that um, realize that it's not all about you right and you and you have them kind of finish up there uh, at the back end of verse uh, I think eleven uh, for the Lord is full of compassion and mercy um, we forget compassion and mercy too often. Uh, when dealing with ourselves, when dealing with other people, um, we we jump to judging and we forget compassion and mercy. Would you say that's because we're such an instantaneous society that we instantaneously move from one thing to the next that instead of actually addressing the issue, the next thing pops up and we get attracted to lights to that versus trying to take care of one ju- injustice at a time? Or um, would you say that we are lost in a sense of we really have no clue what compassion and mercy really look like. Man, um, it may be a both and um, that we that we take in so much information and so much news and have so much of it so readily available um, through the internet now that, that, that technology has changed the way that we consume um, news and tragedy and um, even celebrations and the rare chance that we get to celebrate with people. Um, that, yeah, it's it's just that flash. You know, every 30 seconds, there's something new. Uh, there's another 140 characters of news that, that draws us to it. So it's almost like moths to a light that when the next light comes on, we're drawn to it and we forget about the other. Um, but even with all of that, maybe it's just cynicism that creeps in and uh, cynicism replaces compassion and mercy because we just can't. We're, we're taking in so much of what the world has to offer, good and bad, that we just cynicism replaces that compassion and mercy, uh, mercy, um, and we go to judgment. And, and so we spread ourselves thin on trying to be compassionate and in, in return, we, we aren't effective. Well, and then you could also say that the, um, the whole idea of confessing that how often right. have we gone to God and been honest and earnest about God where we've fallen mm-hmm. short because, Oh, we don't want to do that because heaven forbid if we admit our mistakes admit that we're not perfect and, Right, because that's in some ways people view that as a sign of weakness, and that only mm-hmm. makes you stronger when you recognize where you've gone wrong. And you think about it like, you know, let's look at it from a baseball perspective. Um, if if you're not hitting very well, what are you going to do to to make it right? You're going to say, "Hey, this isn't working anymore. I got to change the way I'm doing this." And you're going to reorient yourself or reorient your hitting or whatever it is you're struggling with. Right, and. and and I think that's the same thing with faith is that we have to confess to orient ourselves towards, towards God and, um, and to make sure that we're on the right path and not going astray. And, and, and that's where James, I think, comes in, into full circle is that, um, one, we've got to be honest and earnest with ourselves. We can't judge. Um, and then bringing it to a close, um, you know, if, if someone goes astray, bring them back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and that sense of accountability that I think that we have to move towards, um, in the church to hold people Mm -hmm. accountable for, for their lack of faith or their lack of effort or their lack of, Mm -hmm. um, trying to do their faith as best they can. We need to bring them back in and and that's what we need. Well, and and it's, it's bringing them back in, not with judgment, but with compassion and mercy, meeting, meeting people where they are, not where we think they need to be. Um, and forcing them into that, you know, that, that square peg into a round hole, but meeting them with compassion and mercy um, so that that they begin to meet, you know, allow God to meet them where they are um, and not dragging them in by their, 
by their toes uh, because we think they need to be back. Well, isn't that what uh, Rudy talked about in his World Methodist Conference thing? Um, right. That love is not meeting them at your level. It's meeting them at their level and helping them grow. That's right. And that's what Jesus does for us. I mean, we can look at the Bible and see how God has done that for humankind throughout all human history. Um, God has met us where we're at and helped us grow. And I think that that's what we really should focus on is, is how are you growing? How are we you know, moving in, moving towards perfection? Let's be very Wesleyan here. How are we moving right. towards perfection? Right. Uh, what's holding you well, back? And I think that's what we look at in this whole, this whole series on James is how do we do that? What's holding us back? What's, what's, uh, are we allowing judgment and cynicism to creep in where compassion and mercy used to, used to live? Um, how do we acknowledge that? How do we move forward and, and confess and move closer to God? Um, and in return, moving closer to people and meeting them where they are. And, and so, so as we bring this to a close, I guess that's our question. Where, where are you at in, at in all of this in James? Um, you know, where, where do you need to let go of some judgment? Where do you need to replace that with some mercy and compassion? What do you need to confess? Um, what do you need to work on? Where, where are you at? Let, let God meet you in those places. And, and I promise, uh, from my own experience, you'll, you'll see something new and different, and it will be hard, and it will hurt. Um, but that means we're listening. That means um, we're hearing God's voice in these confessions and in these moments. Um, so, so where are you at? What are you doing? Where are you confessing? Uh, we love having the conversation with all of you, whether it's on Facebook, um, Twitter, on the website, wherever you communicate with us. Thank you for having the conversation. Share with us. Where, where are you at? Where is God meeting you at? How are you striving for uh, and towards perfection? Um, we have a great, great grouping of uh, blogs, contributors, um, a lot of people writing for us and sharing their heart through their words and their experience. Uh, love to sh for you to check that out at beardedtheologians.com. You can find all of our old podcasts um, and series there. Uh, we'd love for you to buy a shirt, a uh, coffee mug, or anything. Christmas is, is coming around the corner. This uh, uh, Your contributions that, that helps us uh, continue to do this. This is a free podcast, and, and that helps us. Uh, so you can check us out at, at beardtheologians.com. Or if you uh, have a pastor, this is Pastor Appreciation Month. If your pastor yes. has a beard or um, is just a great person that loves theology and loves humor, we've got some great stuff that would be great for them to get received as uh, Pastor Appreciation gifts. That's right. Um, in, in outside of the podcast, make sure you appreciate your pastor. Uh, tell them thank you. Tell them you love them. Uh, whether it's a few, uh, past pastor or uh, your current pastor, let them know that uh, they're loved. So uh, we'll bring that to a close for the Bearded Theologians. I'm Zach Bechtold. And I'm Matt Franks. Thanks for checking us out. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening and we hope that you share our content online uh, through Facebook and social media. And we hope that you check out our uh, Beardcast store at beardedtheologians.com and pick up some great Bearded Theologians gear. We hope you have a good day. My controls are inverted. There it is. <laughs>